Welcome to the Kingdom Eagles Church, where hearts and minds are always in one accord. And the multitude of they that believed were of one heart and of one mind. Beloved, every stage in life has its own challenges. We tend to differ in the way we handle or solve them, be it out of ignorance, misinformation that mislead many into adopting temporary solutions, escapism, blaming, smoking, addiction, or seeking help from wrong sources, while others persistently make efforts to change their circumstances. Others give up and allow these circumstances to define who they really are not. Some have adopted new characters, anger, to overcome these challenges. Others have gone into drugs, some into prostitution, and some have turned suicidal. Problems never quit. But you know what? You can make a smart decision today by desiring Jesus more, by taking a step out of your comfort zone and embracing Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. The Lord will hear you. The Lord will intervene in your life. He will lead you. He will guide you. He will direct you. And above everything, He will restore you and give you a new life to live hearts and minds in one accord. Pastor Kevin. The word of God says in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 to 7 For unto us a child is born Unto us a son is given And the government will be upon his shoulders And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward even forever the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this hallelujah this is the word of God brothers and sisters this morning I want to talk to you about this title Salvation and peace have come. Salvation and peace have come. When we begin to think about Christmas in the point of view of the words, the world sees Christmas as a gathering moment when a lot of people come together to begin to celebrate each other. Those that are far away we find that themselves traveling a long distance to locate other people some people will carry present some will even get themselves in debt because of what they are trying to do in order to prove their love for other people while they are doing all that it's also a time of loneliness for a lot of people because during this time some people don't have nobody who will invite them. Nobody who will take them in. Nobody who will even show them love by bringing something to them. But when we begin to look at what the Bible is teaching us, what is really this day about? The Bible says that it is a time of reconciliation between God and mankind. 
The Bible helps us to understand in Isaiah chapter 53 verse 6 that all of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's paths to follow our own path. When you look at the world, you look at everybody running. We are all running to something. But if you ask us, what are we really doing? We won't be able to answer you. Because when you get to that thing that you are looking for, you will find that there's still another thing that you're trying to do. So there's a, a cycle of running without a definite destination because we departed from the way of God. The Bible helps us to understand that when God created man, he gave him an assigned purpose. But because of what happened in the Garden of Eden, that disobedience that came in, we lost ourselves. We lost our sense of direction. We lost our way to the Father. We lost fellowship with God and fellowship with one another. And all this put us at the point where we don't know what to do. So we only move as the world is moving in front of us. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 12 says that in those days you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel and you did not know the covenant promise God had made to them. You live in this world without God and without hope. We were living our way doing whatever we are trying to do without God in it and without hope. It means when you die before, there's no hope where you will be. Whatever message people will bring it to you until Christ come and reveal the true purpose for which God sent him, your eternity was in question. Hallelujah. The Bible begins by helping us to understand that unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. The government will be upon his shoulder. The first thing that the, 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 the prophet Isaiah highlights about the coming of Christ into our life is that he will bring something different. A new kind of government. A government of wise counsel and of increased peace because men have lost their way. Everywhere you are going, men are fighting each other. One country is raising war against another country because we can't find a better way to get to and understand. And when Christ came, he came with a better, a, a government of better terms, of wise counsel, increased peace because he's also the prince of peace. Hallelujah. Through our history, we still see people that are fighting. Why? Because they don't have God in their life. The second thing that Christ, the birth of Christ, brought us, as we look into it in the Bible, is that it said that He brought peace to us by showing us a better way to deal with one another in love. It means. If I have a problem with you, I don't have to fight you. I can directly come to you and say, brother, you know, uh, there's something that bothers me, you know. I have to open myself to you, tell you what really bothers me, and allow you to also express the way you feel about it. And together we'll find a way. The Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verse 15 to 17, it says, if your brother sins against you, Go and tell him his fault between you and him. And if he hears you, 
you have warned your brother. But when you look at our society today, your brother may be wrong, your sister may be wrong based on what they say or what they did. And when you hear about it, you will come out of the closet and say, who do you think you are? I will show you who they call me. And then you hear some people say that, he, she doesn't know me, or he doesn't know me. You have stepped into the tail of the lion, all because you want to show a point that you have a anger, that boy more than your brothers and sisters. This is not what Christ came here for. He came to show us a better way of peace. When we begin to see ourselves, we begin to see what he has done. We begin to see his way. How do we reconcile men? Then we can learn from him. We don't have to fight each other. Every time they're posting video on Facebook against one race or another race, but the message is going, peace, peace. He said, he came to preach peace to you who were far away. But where is the peace? If you don't understand the the reason why Christ came, then we will fight one another until one of us is gone. Because we cannot find a better way to agree. Third point, it says, He came to die for us and justify us before the Father. Romans chapter 4 verse 25 say, He was delivered over to death for our sin and was raised to life for our justification. When Christ came, when he was born in that manger, the Bible said that he was delivered for our death. Imagine your child, the child that you are carrying right now. That you are growing, you are nurturing, you are giving all the best you can give that child only for that child to go and hang on the cross. Where is the growing in that? As you as a mother. But we begin to see the heart of God. Christ was prepared nurture for us and when he came he hung on the cross for you and i deliver over to death for our sin whatever we did wrong wherever we have gone astray from god's commandment christ said i will pay the price for my life with my life so where you are you may be here sitting today you may have guilt over your life over certain things that you have done christ is saying i paid the price already i deliver my life for you for your sin your sin of now your sin of yesterday your sin of the future so that you may be justified in front of the father hallelujah because the enemy is always there accusing us whatever you did yesterday you will bring it in front of your face telling you that god will not forgive you the christ said i've forgiven you already hallelujah next point his death brought us peace between us mankind and god the bible said that we didn't have god we didn't have peace whatever we were doing whatever way we were following trying to connect to god there was no peace because Christ has not come. Christ has not come. But when Christ came, he enabled us to have that peace between us and God. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 18, But now in Christ, Jesus, you who once were far away, have been brought near by the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus enable you to come closer the blood of jesus enable you to be identified as the same enable you to gain access into the presence of god and call god your father your own father it does not matter what other people say because there are people out there 
there's still putting a list in front of you that unless you do this, you cannot be identified as a child of God. But Christ is telling us that he already paid the price with his blood. That is why he came. He was delivered for death for our sin so that we may also be justified in front of the Father. It means whatever the enemy may use against us to condemn us, to tell us that God is not in our side, it will not stand because Christ has already paid the ultimate price. Hallelujah. Amen. Next point. He said, He came to create a new man acceptable to God through his blood. God has already chosen the children of Israel. But what about the rest of the world? The Gentiles were still there. They were still trying to find a way. But when Christ came, he took you who are not born a Jew and took the Jew also and put together to create one man. So we are one in Christ. Wherever you are, whether you meet a Muslim, you meet a Jewish person, as long as they believe in God, they have come under that covenant, the covenant of the blood of God. We are all brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14 to 16 says that, For he himself is our peace, who made both groups into one and broke down the barrier of dividing war, by abolishing in his flesh the enmity, which is the law of uh, uh, commandment, contained in ordinance, so that in himself he might make the two into one new man, thus establishing peace, and might reconcile them both in one body to God through the cross by it having put to death their enemies. So he created a new man through two groups that came together as one, reconciling us to God. What a promise! Hallelujah! Number six, he said, He came to give us life in abundance. The kind of life that we were meant to have from the beginning of foundation. But the enemy came and he deceived Adam and Eve. They entered into a disobedience. So whatever they were doing is a life of struggle. But when Christ came into our life, he began to reveal to us the plan for which he set us apart for. Suddenly when we find Christ, we find the reason of our being. The reason why we are here in this world. At that moment you realize all the money that you may have made friends that you have, connection that you have, they mean nothing to you until you come to the presence of God realize that Jesus is everything. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Next one. The Bible says in John 10, 10 that the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I came that they might have life and habits abundantly so if you are in christ jesus today his ultimate goal is for you to have more and more and more life until it just overflow you can't take anymore hallelujah next point said he came to enable us to enter our works which god prepared in advance for us because god already have assignment for us but christ had to come he had to give his life for us, paying the price so that the Holy Spirit will come and begin to qualify us for what God has prepared us to do. This is good news because I won't be here today 
I won't be standing here. I won't even be holding this mic. Talk about what God has done if it wasn't for what he did. Christ coming as a baby. Going through all the stages. Allowing the Holy Spirit to come and begin to reveal certain things to us. What a glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 7 says, But to each one of us grace was given. According to the measure of Christ's gift, Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good work, which God had prepared beforehand. God had a plan for us. God had a plan for each and every one of us, even before we came to know him. You already have a plan. But when we came to the knowledge of Jesus as our Lord and Savior, he gave us the Holy Spirit. Suddenly, we begin to know the thought of God. We begin to know where God has placed us. We begin to know the resources that are available to us to be able to do what God has called us to. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. <coughs> and finally, which is my favorite one, He came to give us eternal life. Because when you die, when that time comes, you want to be in the presence of God. In glory, celebrating with those that have gone ahead of us. John chapter 6, verse 47 says, Most assuredly, I say to you, He who believes in me has everlasting life. So today you might be doubtful. Today you must stand in the presence of God. You might not have understood the reason why Christ came into this world. But as you begin to see, what he came to do, what is coming meant to us, he brought us a different kind of government. We know that the government that we are serving is a mess. Whatever the politician promises us, they never deliver. They will start with good promises, but as once they occupy the office, it's a different story. But when Christ came, a government characterized by wise counsel. Because of the spirit of wisdom upon his life. A government of increased peace. Yes, sir. We have that today. Amen. Brothers and sisters, you can enjoy peace today. It doesn't matter who is fighting you. Who you are not in agreement with. You can begin that peace today because of the coming of Christ into our world. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He brought us peace. A better way to deal with one another. We don't have to behave like people that... Sometimes they call us animal by the way we, we reason, we come out. I had a, when I was growing up, I have two cousins. They're full of angers. One day they were fighting each other. I don't know over what, but it seems to be something very minor. They, come to, they came to a point where one got so pissed off, he went and, and, and brought machetes. And he was just pulling my chest like this, you know. And another one went to, to grab those long knives, butcher knife. They were coming against each other. I saw that at back up. I said, oh, blood is about to, to spill. There was another uncle that was there. He was about to take a shower. He came out, wrap up. Because he felt the tension inside the house. He came to separate them. They were ready to kill each other. Because of little things. But when we look at ourselves, we look at the peace. That Jesus has given us, which we are to be ashamed. To be ashamed that we would allow ourselves to get so mad that we will carry something that wants to kill our brother. And then when you see that brother or that sister lying down in the pool of their blood, you begin to feel bad. It's too late. It's, it's, it's gone. Hallelujah. 
He came to die for us and justify us. The enemy may have a report about you, a report about your past, about things that you have done. But Jesus said that I deliver myself for your sin. I justify you. Whatever he has to say before the Father, we not stand. We not stand. Hallelujah. And there is death brought us peace with God. You can walk majestly in the presence of God. You don't need pastor to pray for you. You don't need another brother who you believe is anointed to pray for you. You can be on your knee where you are, where you choose to be. Call upon the presence of God because of what Jesus has done. Amen. But you have to believe. Believe. Hallelujah. Amen. And then he came to create a new man acceptable to God through his love. That is all we are going through right now. Coming to church to renew ourselves. To allow this new man and the spirit to build to build up and to be more like Christ the apostle Paul talk about Christ must be formed in you so it's a, it, it's a phase hallelujah and he came to give us life in abundance hallelujah enable us to do the works the works many people today they are afraid of what God has in store for them but I'm here to encourage you don't be afraid because you are not alone the Father is there. The Son is there. The Holy Spirit is there to show you the way. The greatest teacher. And finally, He came to give us life. When you think about all these things, why would you not worship the King of Kings, Jesus? Everything that He did is so that we can be truly free. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. This is the, the Word of God. Can we lift up our hands? Can we rise up on our feet? Just begin to thank him for all that he has done. For showing us a better way to be able to connect with him. To connect with the father. Because the Bible begins by saying that we have all gone astray. Each one to his own way. We went from God. But Jesus came so that he can bring us back to God. Bring us back to God and connect us to God. Can we just thank him for for, for, for Jesus. Thank him for Jesus coming into our life. For the way that he made where there seems to be no way. Can you open your mouth this morning? Yes, Father, Jesus, I thank you. thank you. I just thank you for what you have done in the name of Jesus. Sending Jesus to come into our life and to connect us to you in the name of Jesus. Because your word declared that we have gone astray, each and every one of us. But you have sent your son at the right time to come and die for us, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the life that you have given us. We thank you for the new way of life that you have given us. A government of peace. Increased peace. A government on better terms. For us to be able to walk with one another. Lord, you came and enabled us to be able to work. To work the work that you have prepared for us in advance. Lord, we cannot thank you enough. We cannot thank you enough because you have done all these things for us, Lord. May we be able to recall where you have taken us from and where you are taking us in the name of Jesus, Lord. Father, whatever is holding us back, whatever we believe that was contrary to you coming into our words, Father, Lord, 
disconnect us from meat in the name of Jesus. Amen. And lift us up, O oh Father Lord, with a new fire of your anointing in the name of Jesus. Amen. To be able to proclaim your word to the people in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. To remind them the real purpose of your coming into this world. Lord. Father, as we decrease, may you fill our life. May you fill your, our life with your presence in the name of Jesus. May we be carrier of your good news, carrier of your peace, carrier to impact generation in the name of Jesus Amen. because of what you have done in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you for everything. We bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.